Continue. Okay, so yesterday we started the Gemara. Hashem, Dovin Melech. We're with Dovin now for a little bit. Good place to be. And Dovin Melech had a night time of Voda. Two different psukim. There probably are more about what he was doing at night. But one Pesach he says he got up by Chatzos. Another Pesach says he got up earlier in the night. So he already gave, I think, three answers so far. What? We didn't get to the fourth. Did we get to the fourth one yet? We started. So we got to, we, for sure we did three answers. That was, there was three answers, and then we get into a fourth <coughs> a little afterwards. The first three answers were, right again, how could it be that he gets up at Chatzos and he gets up earlier in the night? He can't get up twice. So one answer was, he was just saying that sometimes I get up, by chat, I'm always up by Chatzos, sometimes I'm, up, I'm even up earlier. Number one. Number two, we said, it's depending on his, his sleep uh, patterns. In the first half of the night, he's sleeping like a sus. We're going to get a little bit more into that maybe today. What does that mean? He's sleeping like a sus, like a horse. And then the, after, and then the second half of the night, he got up like a lion. He wasn't sleeping at all. Uh, Rashi did say, though, when he was sleeping like a sus, he was also learning Torah. Rashi added that in. I don't know why he necessarily had to add that, but uh, Rashi did. And the third answer was, according to Ravashi, he was telling us that Davina Melech meant that I, he has two different avodas. Not that he was physically waking up twice, but the first half of the night he was learning Torah, and the second half of the night he was singing Shiraz of the Shabbos to a Kaddish Baruch Fine. Then we went into the Gemara having a machlokis. Is the word Neshef, does it mean nighttime or does it mean daytime? We came out that there are two types of Neshef. One that's going into the morning, it's the end of the night, or it's, <coughs> or it's one, I'm sorry, it's one is the, the, it's the daytime going into the nighttime, which means the earlier part of the night, and one is going from the nighttime into the day. Two types of Neshef. Let's continue from, I don't know, it's a, uh, it's hard to say an amount of lines. Where my finger is. Yeah, the David. You have that? David Pal. Mihava Yada. The Shitas don't argue with each other, right? We're trying to make them all work out. I think Lav Davka, they have to, Lav Davka have to argue with each other. Meaning, he was, everybody holds that he was possibly awake. And no one's saying that, right? He could have been davening. He could, I'm sorry, in the first part of the night, he was awake. First answer. Second, he was he was dozing. He wasn't sleeping. He was dozing, and he was learning. And according to the Bnei Sasser, you could you can learn, right? We learned yesterday. You can learn while a little bit dozing. And second half of the night, most of us usually do, right? That's yeah. Right, that's our that's our right. Ma, ma, what right, is it? Mo. Our modest. M, what is it called? Our mo. Yeah. Right. So, so a lot of us are anyway. That's how, that's how we usually learn with the nod, the head bob. Um, yeah, I, I think that they, you know, they don't you don't say they're arguing at all. It really just going on understanding why they're all and so David Bapaka Dalalia have a card, right? Like they were coming to explain the difference. Right. I mean, what is it? Okay. Right? Yeah. Good, no good? Good, good. Good, good. Okay, so now let's go Vita in the Gemara for a little bit. Uh, only because I want to go Vita because there's going to be a fourth um, explanation probably to what Dove was doing at night, which actually is going to be different than the other three. There's going to be really a Machlokas. In a certain way, and then we'll move on from there. So, if you have it by the period, I mean, I have it by a period. Okay, Amos. Did David really know when half the night was? Did he know when Chatzos was? Hashta says the Gemara, Moshe Rabbeinu, Lohaviyada. Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't know when Chatzos was. The Pasuk says, we're getting back to this, Pesach's coming. When Moshe Rabbeinu was telling over 
to Paro that a Kodesh Baruch is going to come and Makas Bechoros, he says, like around Chatzos, Kachatzos, Halayla, says a Kodesh Baruch, I'm going to come to Mitzrayim. So the Gemara asks, my Kachatzos, what do you mean, like Chatzos? If a Kodesh Baruch himself said the word, I'm going to come down to Mitzrayim, like around Chatzos, Mika Sveika, Kameshmaya. So Kaddish Baruch have any sveikas of exactly when it is? I'm coming back at Zos. What do you mean, like, around? What does that mean? Like, uh, just wait for me. I'm, I'll be there in a little bit. Well, Kaddish Baruch speaks like that. Uh, one minute, one minute. Right? And then it's like 20 minutes. All right, that's the famous. It's funny. Why do we always do that? Like, we, always, we know that. Don't say a minute. Change it. I'll be there in a minute. No, you're not. We know you're not going to be there in a minute. This conversation sounds familiar to me for some reason. Yeah. Did we speak about this before? Oh, you're saying... No, you're just not... This is all the time. It's like a funny thing. We, we know it's not going to be a minute. Okay. I'd rather not get yelled at now. I'd rather get yelled at later. I'm going to get into it. Be, be I know. But it's, I, do that, I do that because so I don't cha- get yelled at now. So just change it. Change it. We should change it to, I'll be there in a few minutes. It's not going to be a few minutes either. Yeah, no. A few minutes is like less than You're saying a few, few is, is I'll be there later I'll be there So we should change it. Why don't we? It's not going to be good, but you know that it's not going to work. But everybody knows it's not true. I know this is going to be a ridiculous conversation. Right? My ass, they call them like real minutes or tati minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have that, oh, you have that shame. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, make it three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> three minutes or three tati minutes? <laughs> what's, the, what's the function for you? Like, is it plus, like, times two minutes? Like, so, Ella says the Gemara. So time, because time is a bria. Time is a. Time, time is, a, is not so poshet, right? Time, time happens to be. Time's a, it's a creation, so it can be, it can be moved, maneuvered. Ella says the Gemara. So it can't be a kodesh baruch is masopek when chatzos is el damer lei bachatzos. Kodesh Baruch Hu said, for sure, I'm coming at Chatzos. Ve'ose Ihu, and Moshe Ben himself, he said, Ve'amar, when he's telling over the Nevuah, Kachatzos. He said over Kachatzos, Shem's going to come around Chatzos. I guess, Kachatzos, because, like, again, Moshe didn't need to know when Chatzos was. He did it for power. Hashem told Moshe, I'm coming at Chatzos. Moshe doesn't need to know when Chatzos is. Yeah, so I understand. So why did he just why say... Why did Moshe need to change it to Kachasos? Moshe did not need to know when Kachasos was. It was relevant to, to when Moshe knew, needed to know when it was. Well, he was relating this to other people. So what? It's for power. So what he's saying is whatever, even if Moshe did not know when Kachasos was, whenever Hashem came, that would be Kachasos. Yeah, I should That's say, I'm coming at Kachasos. But he was dealing with the Paro. I'm not understanding. So what do, you, what, what, do you, what do you want Moshe to say? Who are you asking, Kachasos? The Gemara is saying that Moshe obviously didn't know when Chatzos was because Hashem says, I'm coming at Chatzos. And he and changed Moshe the word. Said, right. the, the problem with the question is, why did Moshe need to change it if he didn't need to know when it was? Moshe so you're asking a question of Moshe, not the Gemara. Well, I'm asking why did Moshe need to change it? Whatever the, we know it right? Why did Moshe need to change it? It's not famous until you no. read the Gemara in Dalam and Aleph. You don't know that yet. <laughs> so we're not there yet. Well, Rashi also brings it down. Rashi brings it down in, uh, in Chumash. Chumash. Where did he get it from? Yeah, okay, fine. The Gemara. No, there's no, also, there's also more than one answer. It's not so simple, but we'll, we're not there yet. Okay. <clears throat> so what's like the, the Russian, the, two, the, the difference between the two? Baraka. 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 Well, ba, the Gemara's understanding is Baz means exactly. Ba'chatos. 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 Like, so one's, right. more, one's precise and one's exactly. Kaddish Baruch is precise. 
So why, and then Moshe Rabbeinu was not. We're going to get why he wasn't precise on Dalam and Alf. We're not there yet. Hopefully by Pesach time we'll get there. It'll be exciting. But uh, yeah, we'll try to we'll try to work it out that way. What? Around, yeah. So the Gemara says. So Moshe Rabbeinu changes it. Alma, but it comes out. Just we're just saying facts. Alma it seems to be Misaf He was Masupik, right? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know exactly when Chatzos was, so he has to say Ka Chatzos. Kadosh Baruch said Ba, but Moshe Rabbeinu must not have known exactly when, so he said Ka. It's around then. Fine. Says the Gemara. V'David have yada. So if Moshe Rabbeinu is Masupik, how could it be the David Melech knew? This is the Gemara's question. Now they're going, Mar's going to explain. Anybody bother by that, by the, bothered by that question? I mean, I will fin- you can finish that to Hillel Megatalis. It's not exactly. Like, well, what do you... Maybe they have... No, the, 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 bigger, the bigger question of the Gemara is, how could it be that David and Melech knew when to get up by Chatzos if Moshe Bain himself didn't know? Maybe That's the Gemara's question. Maybe they have In a nutshell. Maybe they have ways of getting, keeping more precise time by the time of David and Melech than by Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's not what the Gemara is like going on. Yeah. That's, that's your answer. <laughs> Moshe's clearly a good person. Well, it's not about being a good person. It's about maybe... That's interesting. Why? The sun dial or something. Oh, yeah, we worked it out. The water, you looked it up. The water or something. The, the question is, who? so what Moshe Banner didn't know? That means David Mel didn't know? Just because Moshe Banner... Let's... Louis Sir Moshe Banner didn't know when Chatzos was. Let's imagine. He didn't know when it was. Right? Let's say. David Melch could not have known. There are plenty of things that we see that that Moshe didn't know that other people knew. So why is it so hard to understand that David Melch? Like what? Okay, that's a question. Building of the Mishkan, something we're doing now, right? We had to have, we had to have. Uh, uh, what, what well, there's a lot of he didn't know necessarily. The menorah didn't There's know. Certain or... things he had to know what it was. So things he didn't know, right? But that again, that's not necessarily a question why, because maybe no one else knew it. <laughs> Nobody knew it. We're not saying Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know things. We're saying that could it be that Moshe Rabbeinu yeah, didn't know something that somebody else knew? He forgot the halacha. I don't know. I, I don't understand really the question. Come on, human being. You know, at the end well, of the day, is a human being. Yes, def- definitely he was. Okay, so the Ravitcher Meyer is a piece on the It's a Shaila. I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't know um, how to fully understand the question. Do they have to club him to walk him according to that sheet of that Enza Enza? Who, David, Moshe? Who are you asking? Both of them. Well, we know that night. We know that night. Night, the dogs are barking. Right, that was we brought up. Many, many weeks ago. Maybe if you learned that, that she did. But I don't think David, David, we're going to see what David had. David, right? The fam- famous, we know what David had, right. Okay. Well, it's clear that the Gemara is assuming that Moshe was the greatest person in there. there that, yeah, there's no question. A harp wasn't created by then. <laughs> a harp didn't come until later. There's, there, are, there, are, there are talks. It's, it's a machlokus a little bit. Was there, was there anything, was there ever a Devar Torah ever said, even till today, that Moshe Beno didn't know? Yeah, the Gemara with um, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva. So. Because there's a Gemara, there's a Chazar, the Gemara says. Um, he didn't know it, he didn't, he, he, he just, he, 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 because, because, uh, Rabbi Kiva told him the. He learned from Okay, so maybe we'll see this piece from Richard Meyer. It's an interesting piece. Maybe, maybe we'll see, maybe, we'll, you know, maybe we'll see it Thursday. But right now, let's just go with the, with the, with the basic shot of the Gemara. So, how could it be that David Melech knew and Chatzos was if Moshe didn't know? Says the Gemara. And it could be, and it could be, 
we could love Dafka the question. It could be, it just means, how did David Melech know when Chatzos was? Yes, the Gemara is comparing to Moshe, but it could be it's softer than that. It's, listen, Moshe Beno didn't know. It was difficult to know then. So how, did, how did David Melech know? There's no clocks. And where else do we see anywhere in Torah or Novi something about Chatzos? need to ask this question. Okay? We'll get back to this. But anyway, so the Gemara says, David, right? David is Simona Havale. David is Simon. Everybody knows this. The Amr Rav Acha Barbizna. Amr of Shimon Chasida. So Rav Acha Barbizna says in the name of Shimon Chasida. Kinor Hayatoli Lamalam Mimitaso Shal David. There was a Kinor. Now we always translate it as a harp. But Kinor doesn't always mean harp. I don't know. What was. Do we know? Do we. A liar? A liar or a violin nowadays. A Kinor would be called a violin maybe. We always say it's a harp. I don't know well, that's who... His, that's the instrument that he, he himself was... Uh, was How do we know? Because right, of a keynote? I don't know. I, every, we know. David Melch is the harp. Harp. Everything's the harp. Yeah. Is, okay. I mean, the harp bridge. Come on. The what? The harp bridge? The harp bridge. The bridge in, in Eretz Israel. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's harp. I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to look like a harp. Ah, uh, cool. Right, Maybe they're wrong. They changed it to a violin. Here's David. It's a harp. You're That's the symbol. It's the symbol, yeah. Oh, I don't know these things. Are you saying maybe they're wrong? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe this is changing. <laughs> no, I'm sure the, uh, the the historians. Okay, anyway. No, there was something hanging above his bed. Shadavid. The cave in Shehigia, Chatzos Laila. Once Chatzos Laila came, Baruch Tzafonis, Venosheves bow. So a northern wind came. The first wall. This was it. And blew... <laughs> Into his room, into the place where the kinor was sitting, umenagin me'elav, and it would play by itself. Which uh, implies that if he wasn't there, he wouldn't know what time it was. Yeah, and also he did. He didn't know. So he, so the sof sof, he didn't know. He didn't know more than Moshe. Just he was able to wake up because the kaddish baruch woke him up. Put, how do you know to put the harp there to know to know what the? Ah, that's David I don't know. Me, yeah. we, we did state earlier there was there's a buzz because there was not a time that he didn't get up that time. So if we're saying that it's only because of the fact that he had the harp over his bed that he knew it, <laughs> then, then, then how is that the steer to what we said before? Well, why? We said that he never not woke up past Chatzos. Correct. Right. So well, here, if he didn't always have this alarm clock, how is that possible? Well, we're whatever. We're implying I, that he. The reason. I only know what's here. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I understand. I once he was I, in the in the in the palace, I don't know. Maybe you're you so so you want to say from here to answer all your questions. Maybe when he was traveling around before he had a palace, maybe he did that. Pasuk wasn't said then. Maybe you asked yeah. when was this pasuk said? Okay, so maybe when did that start? So it could be. So maybe so when he, he had said that. While I was in the palace, I never. We're very precise, right? We're so, very precise. So it could be. You need to find... I never saw anybody ask this question, but uh, it could be. Maybe only when he had the keynote on his bed, whenever that was. I guess when he had... Uh, maybe when he finally settled down. I'm questioning the answer tomorrow. He had to have had the harp there in order for him to know when it was Chutzos. It doesn't seem like that's... That, 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 no, I'm, I'm putting it together with your other question you asked yesterday. You said, when was it that David started always waking up by Chutzos? It, it can't be that that's the answer. Okay, I don't know. Weiter. I don't know. If I see somebody say something, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up, but otherwise, I don't know. He can't, can't, can't say, I've never missed it. And then, and no, then, he never missed it, meaning starting from the time when I he had the keynote. And then qualified that it's only while he's been, you know, while he was king. 
Why? Well, while you have the harp over his back. Happens to be, it might, it might well, maybe we'll try, we'll try to explain a little bit, uh, potentially with Panemius. I mean, we're not into it yet. I don't know if we're going to get into it, but it's interesting because the Indian of Chatzos, Tikkun Chatzos, let's say, is most, most notably known as the Zman that we are, what are we doing with Tikkun Chatzos? We're crying over the face of Megdish. Now, the interesting thing is, Right, David Melech is the is the predecessor of Chatzos, the and there's no base on Mikdash yet to be mourning over. So you see that there's already this concept of Chatzos beforehand, and I think it's because David Melech is the the physical embodiment of the Malchus of the Shechina in this world. Right, the Churban base on Mikdash is not it's not about the it's about the Churban, it's about the loss of the Shechina Kedusha. That's really what it's about. Or the lack of settlement. The lack of it, the Shekhinah being in a place. Part of its goals. Uh, yeah. Part of its goals. So, David Melech, who is the king, so there's this half the night where he's like having trouble sleeping a little bit, misnam name, and then the other half he's, he's mamish awake. And we know after Chatzos, that's, that's the that's the Ratzon, that's, that's the strong part of the night. But the first half of the night is the, is the place of Din. It's where we mourn the base of Megdash, right? Once Chatzos hits... Really, things change, even, right? Tikkun Rachel, Tikkun Leia, Tikkun, yeah. Um, so I'm just thinking that maybe, without getting too much into it, but it could be that David Melech was, now, it's a Shiloh when he became the Melech. It's not so simple. Because yeah. he, he, anno- he was anointed while Shaul was still okay. king. It's not clear. It's, even though David Melech had definitely status of the king, because there were situations where people were more Mamalchus and he killed them. It's all an interesting thing, but I don't know how to exactly say it, but it could be that once, only once Shaul was out of the picture and he had a palace, he had the full status of kingship, and that's when the Nekud of Chatzot started. Maybe. maybe. Again, a lot of maybe. Also, it wasn't even a, a thing. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm going to give you an answer. It could be that it only started, what? You're saying it wasn't a thing to get up at Chatzos before he was a king? But it, he was Mustafa, he was, he got to learn, right? It wasn't like a kingship. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. But it could be that it's only coming from his status of being the Melech, and he's so connected to the Shechina, oh. being sleeping and awake, that might have only happened right. when he right. became that physical embodiment, then that might have only happened when he was the full king. Right. And he was the king who went through a lot of Elias and Yeridas, I, I, I don't know. I, have to, I haven't seen anything. I've, I've, I'd like to see something else. I was thinking about this a lot, but I, don't, I haven't seen anybody discuss this. The Kuda, that Dona Melech was before the Khorban, and then had he worked that out with Tikkun Chatzos. Yeah. Even though it's clear, it's Tikkun Chatzos. So he had to run away from being king. Yeah. Tell you what happened then, he wasn't in the palace. Yeah, he had a mobile kinar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little small one he put above it. Just like the Kaddish girl who made the the, the, the moon, what, what was the, the moon stay out? Was the, the, sun, right, right, right. the sun stay out, so you also you put something in the sky. Don Melch is more the moon than the sun, we know. Don Melch is Malchus. Malchus is the, is, the, is, the, is the moon. Moon, the moon waxes and wanes. That's Chatzos. Every Melech goes down and then comes back up. That's the cycle. That's the cycle of Kal Yisrael. We go down and we come up. We go. Okay. Says the Gemara. So he had this kinar above his bed, um, and it would blow. Miyad haya omed v'osik b'Torah ad sha'ala amud hashachar, and we learning Torah until amud hashachar. And then we're not going to get into it so much right now, but I'll just read the next line. Kaven sha'ala amud hashachar. Once alos amud hashachar, seventy-two minutes. 
at least in the current hour calculation, 72 minutes before Nates, right? Hello, Samarashach, it's early. Once that came, and then the Chachma Yisrael would come and they would discuss certain things, which we'll get to Mert Hashem soon. So the so only... It's not read together? Amr like that was not read together? No, that, that's what they said to him. But I don't want to read right. it yet, because it's, right. it's another whole section, really, what's going on over there. So Dovna Melech's, he got up because of the Kinor. It doesn't say what he was doing first half of the night. So it's Masha from this Gemara, the first half of the night, he's sleeping. And the second half of the night, he gets up from the Kinor, and he's learning Torah. That's what, right? that's what the Gemara said. That's the fourth answer. Because the first other answers were saying he's awake. Either he's dozing, or he's mamish awake, and he's learning Torah. And the second half of the night, he's... Davening. Here, it's Mashma, he's sleeping, and then he's waking up to learn. And that's very different than before. Right? Because all the learning that David did according to the first three answers or, is the first half of the night. Just pointing that out. Well, Rashi says Misnamim. Rashi says Misnamim. First of all, it, Rashi goes and says he was learning Torah. Right? Misnamim is he's learning Torah. So either we say he wasn't learning, he was just sleeping, but Rashi says he was learning Torah. Rabin Ravashi says he was learning Torah. It's clear he was learning Torah the first half of the night, according to some opinions, and he was davening the second half of the night. But comes this Gemara, which is the fourth answer, what David Melch was doing at night, and it's he's not necessarily learning the Torah the first half of the night, but he's definitely learning Torah the second half of the night. That's for sure a question. That's a that's a that's a that's a machlokus. I don't know how to say. It. I'm leaving at that. I don't know. I don't know what to say right now. Why? Why? No. What do you mean? It says here he was learning the second half of the night after Chatzos. Yes. Gemara just said, yeah. he gets up and he's learning. Go back up a few lines. The Gemara says he was learning the first half of the night and he was cheering with Tishbachos the second half of the night. So it's like, like clear, right? So uh, I don't know what to say about that. Okay, I didn't see anybody talk about that, but I didn't look that much. You hear? Yeah. Okay, fine. Fighting. Uh, let's see some Rashi's for a second. It says Rashi, let's go. Let's back up a little bit. Half a little bit lower than halfway the page in Rashi's. He came, Moshe came. He says, He wasn't able to be precise in the hour and to stand up his words about Makas at the exact time that the happening, the instance was going to happen. In Chumash, it says because of the. Because of you mean in Rashi? Rashi, Rashi I'm saying Rashi over there. So that's Dalal Malaf. We're not there. That's Gemara Dalal Malaf. We're going to get back to this, right? We only brought this Gemara about Moshe to ask a question. How could David know? We're, you and Morty, you guys are like alike over here. You missed what he was. He was like Harusa Masusa. But Dalal Malaf, we're going to get back to that. I said before Pesach and we'll get back to it and we'll hack out Makas Bechurus. Fine, says Rashi. Rashi says, right, There was the kinor, there was the harp, I'll say. Now this is what bothers me. Look at, this, look at these words of Rashi. V'nekavov litzad safan. What does that mean? V'nekavov is referring to the kinor. What is nekavov? The holes. The holes are litzad safan. Now tell me, in a harp, are there holes? There's spaces. So is, so is that what it means? A space is usually like halal. So I was thinking something like maybe like a flute or something. I don't know. What? Yeah, wind instrument for holes. So a harp, you would say with holes? 
No. No. Oh, what's a harp? Between the strings. Harp's not a wind instrument. What kind of instrument? No, no, right. But I'm saying. So you're asking Akasha. It's not. Maybe it's not a like you're saying. That's what I'm about. That. What's a lyre? Yeah. A lyre is, is, is like a violin type of looking thing. But also, it's also strings, and violins also strings. Yeah. I didn't. I have to look this up. I don't know. Lear. No, it's a lyre. Okay, Lear, so, Lyre. Sounds like from Canada. Let's just read this for now. So, the, 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 the holes of this instrument were facing towards the north. Once, right? The goes and goes into the holes and plays the music. The Gemara says in There's four winds that blow every single day. Sheish shows Rishonos Shayom and Hashavas Ruch Mizrachis. Now you have to know what this means. Is this, is this, this guy has out to be a sister Torah. Every single day there's, there's four winds coming from different sections. S- six hours of the day is from the east. Mahalocha Chama from the, from the, tra- the, the, like where the, the sun rises. Vesheish Achronos Ruach Duromus. Six hours at the end of the day is the southern winds. But Chilas Alayla Beginning of the night, Ruach Maravis, the west, and Chatzos Laila, Ruach Tzafonis, and Chatzos Laila comes the northern winds. Fine. Does this mean in Eretz Yisrael, or does this mean in. I don't know. I have to look up the Gemara in Babasar. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. But uh, so this northern wind comes and blows this instrument, and apparently there are holes in the instrument. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to take a quick look. I didn't look here. Here in, this, in the Masifta, I'm just curious. You know. I said they have, they explain Rashi's. I didn't look, I don't know if I looked, that they explain this Nekavov Indian. Let's just see quickly here. Uh, where is this? The Nekavov No, they don't, they don't say anything about it. Okay. Maybe the instrument back then was different than what we Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we have to look at what Archgirl says. You see, see if they... Right? Nekavov, yeah, holes. And then the liar had one, it was like a guitar like thing, it had one hole in it. So that's like a violin, but is that, it doesn't sound right. It sounds more like, I was thinking like more like a flute almost. That's the first thing I thought of. Right. Yeah, well, but then again, that's also not true because really by flute, it's one hole you blow into. It comes out of different holes. Or there's different holes that are I mean, imagine the wind was blowing a flute. You put your fingers over the different holes to make a different sound. Well, the wind didn't have fingers. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could right. be that you put something over it that had holes so that it captures the wind that's coming through. Like, they, like the way they did air conditioning back then. So they, the way they did air conditioning back then is they put in, they put uh, holes in the wall. Okay. And they put a, a thing of water, a basin, underneath the wind came in, it went over the water, and that cooled off the air. That's the way they. So, the, so even if you had a window, per se, you didn't open the window necessarily. The, the, the holes uh, would direct where the where the wind was coming through. Uh, so it could so be they made holes in the they, wall they, next they, to the next to the harp, so that it would direct the, the so that it would be concentrated as opposed to just. The only, I mean, I, I hear that. The only reason why it, would, it doesn't say that. Then the kavav sounds like of the. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, but not here. I don't know what to say. I mean, I would look up art school. I don't know what they say. Maybe about this. I mean, you, you see by instruments there are a lot of variations made. A lot like you guitars. Know what brachos, we'll cut out pieces for, for different type things. Like we'll cut out pieces. Yeah, I want to see what they say. Maybe. The 
over time, a lot of instruments, you look at them, there, there were a lot of variations made on yeah, no, we're talking Even today, people make certain adjustments on their... So, 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 so do you think, is it possible that a harp... Check on top, maybe. I'm curious what they say. I don't know. Is it pushed, like, how do you read this Rashi? In a cover of the Tzad Zafan. I mean, unless it's not a harp. Huh? Yeah, have it there? Okay. Let's see if they have it. I don't know. That's amazing. Why did they have it? That's exactly where it's supposed to be. Oh. That's insane. <laughs> Ever tell you the funny? Ever tell you the funny? I, st- I can't forget this. I was learning with a boy once. Maybe I told you, but it's so funny. I have to say it over. I was learning with a boy once. <clears throat> as many, 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 many years ago. He was, a, he was a, I think he was 11th grade and a half at the time. Maybe 12th grade. And he, something clicked in his brain and he just wanted to like learn all day. Okay. But the school didn't let him. He had to go to actually high school. But in the afternoon... However he worked it out, he was able to come, he was allowed to leave a little bit, and he would come to Yeshiva Gadola when I was in the old building. And I would, I would, I would I, we had a couple of so we learned a little bit. So, and he was mamish on fire, this kid. I don't know where he is now, he, he continued, he didn't stop, he, he really did very well. Um, so, so he would, if we were learning Baba Kama, and he would, and he would, and he would learn on his own afterwards. <coughs> it's, it's not going to be as good, you know, when you have to be, you have to be there, but, so he comes to me one day and he's, he's like very distraught. He, he brings in the art school Kamara and he says, he showed me that what he was learning and he had, uh, it was Baba Kama and he's learning and on the bottom you have to have all the notes. So he's reading one of the notes to me, it's based on the Gemara, and it was, it was a question. And, and Rabbi Kiva Eger asks a certain question. And he was like, this is my question. This is what I asked. And he was so excited, he was going crazy. <coughs> and he's like, but read, read this. I'm like, what? It says, so he asks Rebekah Eger's question. It says, see Rebekah Eger for the answer. He goes, if I'm learning art school, do you think I can read Rebekah Eger? He's like screaming. He was so angry. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. He's like, what am I? It was great. He was so distraught. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got the question. Okay, let's see if it says here what Kino is. Let's see. A harp. No, it didn't. It was just so. I could. I, it was. It was so perfect. Okay, it doesn't say. It, there's no even. There's no even note over here to say. It says. It says. It says a harp. So how do you read with Rashi? I don't know. We have to ask the, uh, the scientists. Where should we give it? said. No, maybe I'll look it up later. That'd be funny, right? Eastern wind. The holes of David's harp face north. Mm-hmm. Ooh, holes, holes, holes. So it says. Yeah, do we know? Here, I'll read it to you. <coughs> Here we go. I will read to you what our scroll says. Here we go. The holes of David's harp face north so that when the north wind blew at midnight, it would sound the harp. That's Russia. Now, in brackets, we're getting deep over here. These guys, they know what they're talking about. They're very smart. The side of the harp that served as the soundboard was placed towards the south. And the sound holes in the soundboard consequently faced north. Wait, wait, wait. When the north wind blew, it vibrated the strings and channeled the vibrating air into the sound holes, thus causing us to resonate, which is basically what Ben Benish was saying, just in a different way. Wow. Right, but it's a combo. It's 
couple. Yeah, yeah, so what does that mean? So it's a hardware. It was a soundboard. What's the soundboard? It's it's a it's a it's a piece of like let's say wood with holes like you were saying. Yeah, think of the Rebo has a guy who plays a different type of instrument. He plays a harmonica. It's like sitting on. It's like sitting. Right. It doesn't have holes in it. It's a board underneath it. Okay. It's not. I understand, but it's it's he's he's playing with the string. So you can think that it's if you had a harp that wasn't open on both sides. It's open open on one side, and the other side was was a was a, like like almost like you think like um think of it as 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 a guitar. Without the whole, just without one piece of. Uh, what, now it sounds more like a violin. Okay. Right. No, but it's still here. No, there were holes. It's, yeah. it's more than you were saying with the wall. It's was, the same, no, saying this way you can direct right. air through it. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Here, I'll, I'll, I will, I'll keep reading here because this is where it gets interesting. I didn't see this till just now. Alternatively, some suggest. You ready for this? That the harp became exposed to the north wind at midnight by means of a time-measuring device which was regulated by water or air. The device was set each night in accordance with the length of the night so that the wind would engage the harp exactly at midnight of Haigon, put by the Rajba. There's not simple people here. <laughs> According to this approach, even if the north wind was blowing all night, it would begin to strike the harp only at midnight. Really, the first long clock. We'll just read one more line here. From this Gemara, we see that one should not rely on oneself to wake up to serve Hashem at a designated time. One must prepare a device on an alarm clock or instruct someone to wake him. That's why I have a smartphone. So you see, that's another Kedusha for the smartphone. Okay, there you go. Fine. And it's called uh, the Keener Shal David. That's, that's the company's name. Keener. What's your cell phone? Fancy. Finish the Gemara. Okay, fine. So you have you have the, the sheets that I that we uh, that I sent out. There's a few different inyanim over here. There's an inyan of chatzos. There's an inyan of davenel sitting like a sus. There's many different inyanim. So I wanted to discuss. I wanted to get into it a little bit. So get, if you have the sheets, I sent we sent it out. Um, we're gonna start with the Gemara in Sukkah. Chavavam Bez. You got the sheets, morning. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? The only reason I know about the wind direction stuff is because I remember when I was a kid and I went there for the first time and we saw that in old in, in old structures. The air conditioning system. Uh, and they, and they, that's what it was I mean, there must have been a way. It made erosion on me. That too. If, you, if, if you go to some old places and you'll see that there's like um, <coughs> there's these the round things and the, it's, it's yesterday. It, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's almost electrical. Yeah, like you can see they, they put like almost like pottery to, in, in in it, if you will. And they're, they're, they're small, there's like multiple holes, and there's a basin underneath it. I know, I believe it. It's, I've always thought about how, you know we go there and it's like boiling. How, and we have air conditioning. How do they? And they must have had some ways of cooling themselves down. Okay, so the Gemara and Chavav and bases and Sukkah. So go four lines down. Amarav. Yeah, I see that four lines down. It was. I sent them out on the. Uh, oh, yeah, yesterday at twelve twenty. Yesterday at twelve twenty. Yeah. Right around Chatzos. Right around So a quick Gemara over here. It says, "Amar Rav, Oser lo Adam Lishan Biyom Yoser Mishinas Asos." 
Says Rav, that it's also for a person to sleep during the day more than the sleep of a horse. Okay, it's brought down Shulchan Aruch. We'll see what we get into. How long is this sleep of a sus, of a horse? Shisin Nishmi. 60, what's Nishmi? Breaths. Breaths, probably. Like Nishama, Nishima. Nishima is a breath, which of course is related to the word Nishama. 60 breaths. Amr Demar, the sleep of Mar Kedirav. Was like Rav. So Mar, I forgot who Mar is. Um, whoever he was in the other Amud. Anyway, the sleep of Mar was like Rav, meaning 60 breaths. Udirav Kedirebi. And Rav learned to sleep like this from Rebbe, the Yudanasi. The Rebbe, we know Rebbe, I think the Yudanasi was a direct, I think, I think maybe it was direct from David Melech, but the Rebbe Ked David. Rebbe, Yudanasi, learned how to sleep from like David. The David Ked And David slept like a sus. That's where it comes from. Our Gemara. Misnam named Kasus, it says. With the Susia, Shisin, Nishma. And. The sleep of a horse is 60 breaths. Now there's one glaring... So, so it seems to be, it seems to be when our Gemara says, David Melech, the first half of the night was Misnam Nim Kasus. It seems to be this Gemara is connected to that because David Melech here, right? He's the beginning of the, the, the horse sleeping. Now there's one interesting, maybe, difference here. What's the major difference? We'll get more into it in the Shulchan Aruch. What's this Gemara referring to? Morning sleep. Our Gemara is nighttime sleep. Okay, let's just remember that for a second. Also, what's the problem with, with sleeping by day? This Gemara is talking about day. So what does the Gemara say? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, it's the second line. Did I, did I cut it out? Or is there? Lishan Bayom, and the second line, Mipne Bittotar. Can't sleep during the day because of Bittotar. Now, of course, if a person's exhausted and he can't, we're not talking about it. We're saying it sounds like a, like a tiny dick of sleep. You don't really need it. You're just looking to, you know, rest. But you shouldn't do that. You should be, you should be learning. Fine. Um, go down a few Rashi's. The Rebbe Kedovid. Rebbe learned like David. Kach Kabul Mevosov. He learned from his, his ancestors. Shezuhai Sashin is David, Melech Yisrael. This is the sleep of David, Melech Yisrael. Fine. Okay? Let's now go, go to the next page. That's the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch and Simon Dalid. <coughs> Actually, I'm going to need to see it a little bigger. I know. I need to see it a little bit. One second. Shulchan Aruch and Simon Dalid. I should have put this marker here. Uh, okay. Simon Dalid. Sif Tes Zayin. David Hayanizar. David was careful. Shalol Lishan Shisin Nishmei. He was careful not to sleep. Sixty breaths. Peir Shishishan Shimos. Kedei. Listen what it says. Shelo yitom tam misa. In order that he wouldn't taste death. We know sleeping is a 60th of death. I guess we don't consider it considered sleep until you slept more than a horse. Because whatever that means, horses don't sleep necessarily. They never get to that place called sleep. So you don't want to taste death. Now that's against... What do you say? That's where you get the 60 breaths. Because one sixtieth? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you get the 60 parts that becomes the one sixtieth. Um, this is not what Rashi said. Rashi said, "Why don't we sleep? It? Why don't we sleep during the day?" Bittel Torah. Bittel Torah. Bittel Torah is. Tam Kavisa. I hear. 
Nice. Which you get like a big Muslim, you know? If you don't learn Torah, you're like death. What's wrong with you? Wake up. Stop wasting away your lives. You remember those shmuzin? You remember those. Ah, ah, ah. Says the Ramah, Haga. Ubegemara Peraka Yashin, this is from Sukkah, what we just learned. Mashma de Davka be Yom Hayanizer. Says the Ramah from the Gemara, it says it's talking about the Yom. It says Rav, it says Rav, it's us, it's by day. 16 Ishmi, right? Only like a sus. Da 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 da. Rabbi Kedavid. So it says in Ramah, we're talking about during the day. What do you mean, David Hayanizer, that he never stopped 60 breaths? Now, our Gemara says at nighttime, at least according to one opinion for sure. He was misnamed in Kisus. Right? It's not clear, right? Some parts of the Gemara might be referring to David was sleeping. Let's say the fourth answer we just learned. It's Mashmi who's sleeping. Not, not, nothing's wrong with sleeping. But, okay. Says, let's look at the, let's see, look at the, um, look at the Taz for a second. I think, the, just look. Shalom Yitom, top left. He didn't want to taste death. The Zohar. So that's this Svara. It's from the Zohar Kodesh, which we're going, I did, we printed out, we're going to learn that in Ritz probably tomorrow, the Misa. So Rashi says, built the Torah, and the Zohar starts to say, Tam Misa. We'll have to see if there's an Esamachlokis, or can we put it together? Now look at the Mangan of Ram, the right side. <laughs> so, go to, um, Go to Tazayin. It's the second Magen of Ram. So he's quoting the Gemara. This is coming from the Gemara in Sukkot. So the Ramah said, this is the Ramah. The Ramah said, we see from the Gemara that it's only by day. And the Shulchan Aruch is mashma that it was even by night. Now, I don't, I don't exactly, first, it's a, it's a simple question on the Ramah. There's a Gemara by us. That's mashma David didn't sleep at night either. Right? So even though the Isser to sleep by day is coming from the Gemara in Sukkot, Right? But we know that the Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch is referring to both Gemaras. Says the, says the Magen Avram. Tzarechian. Big Tzarechian. The low nimsa sham ken ela ala moroyim. First question he says, we only find in this Gemara that they were sleeping and the Isra by sleeping by day is by the Amoroyim. Meaning, when, the, when Rav says it's us that sleep by day and then each one slept like somebody else, the sleep of David doesn't mean it's sleeping by day. We're just talking about the amount of sleep, which is called the sleep of a sus. But David was, was talking about even by nighttime, he wouldn't sleep like a sus. We're just learning from David's nighttime sleep what it means, the sleep of a sus, and therefore you can't do that by day. So the Mughan I'm saying on the Ramah, why is the Ramah saying that it's Masha from the Gemara that David, that the Isser was only by day? That David had slept only, he was only careful by day. That Gemara is not referring to David really by day. The, the Isser of the Gemara is talking about by day. When it goes into learning of how they slept, it's talking about nighttime. And David Mel didn't sleep much by night. Okay, that's his first question. It says, Also, point to everybody, according to everybody, that it's, it's Usser to sleep uh, by day more. Okay, we're not going to get into that right now. David, I feel We know David Melech was, was careful by night also, not to sleep too much. Our Gemara. 
was clear. Our Gemara says, Isa behedya, it's written, it's brought explicitly. He slept, he was misnamim kasos, which is 60 breaths before chatzos. Right? And then the Gemara says, Dahayolo kinor, lis ure, lis ure, or how do you say it? Mishnah, right? Then the Gemara we just learned says that he had a kinor that woke him up. Hainu, imhigia chatzos, toch hasamech nishme. If chatzos came, Amongst the 60 breaths. Meaning, he woke up every 60 breaths. So why did he need the kinor? Anyway, he was going to wake up. No, because if he started to sleep, right, within 30 breaths to chatzos, he would have gone 30 breaths more than chatzos, whatever that exactly the time is. So if he needed the kinor to wake up like chatzos, because he didn't want to sleep past chatzos. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That could be like a, a trivia question. When did David Amel not need the kinor? The answer is when he went to sleep 60 breaths right before chatzos. He would have woken up anyway. <laughs> So that could also answer how David Melech, right, was traveling around without the Kinor. Right, this Magadam opens up a very interesting Nikudli. It says the Kinor was only needed in certain times. David Melech was always uh, waking up partly through the night. So he says, says the, says the Magadam, to Be'emes, listen to what he says, Hayyoshin kame pa'omim samach nishim v'chatzos laila harishim. Be'emes, says the Magadam, David Melech slept many 60 breath periods in the first half of the night. But how do we translate the 60 breaths? Some say it means a few minutes. Some say it's 30 minutes. Let's say it was 30 minutes. Let's just say. Okay? So he slept multiple of those. When we learn the Gemara, it sounds like he slept, uh, you know, only a, a tiny, tiny bit. No, he slept a few. At the first, let's say, six hours a night. He slept, uh, you know, ten of these. He got a little bit of sleep. The first half of the night. The first half of the night. I don't think it means he's going like a shmoros, this and that. I don't think so. But Sarah Lomar, the Kashal of the Ramah, so all this is a question on the Ramah, our Ramah in this Sifta design, Lamayna Afkimina. Oh, I'm sorry, this, so, the, right. So Ramah had a question. Lamayna Afkimina, Kasab Rabbis Yosef, Dabra Hayanizar. Why was the, why was the, why, would, why is the Shulchan Aruch writing that Dabra Melech was Nizar, not to sleep, 60 breaths? Why was he writing that? One second, what was his question? I'll read the end. I'm, I'm missing one second. The Shulchan is teaching us that a bal nefesh, however you translate a bal nefesh, right, means not the strict halacha, but it's somebody who's a little we'll a chassid of some sort. He's yachmer la'atzma, hishmi machmer, not to sleep even by night. And by day, there's, an, there's a bona fadisa. By night, that's what he says, the gemara perek yashan, so the Ramah is coming to say that a Baal Nefesh only has to be Machmir by day. He doesn't have to be Machmir at night. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. I don't exactly understand. I think he's trying to explain why the Ramah is not a kash on him. Right. Because it seems to be that the Gemara and our Gemara is clearly a question of the Ramah. That David Melech slept. He slept at night time. The Ramah seems to say the Dalai Melch only it was by day the Dalai Melch was careful. Agamar says explicitly not that way. So the Ramah is saying no, it's not the Ramah saying. The Ramah is saying his understanding of the Shulchan Aruch was that the Shulchan Aruch is teaching us about, about, about a Baal Nefesh. 
But of course, everybody knows that Amalek slept only Shishin Nishman, Shishin Nishman, Nishman, by night. But the Shulchan Aruch is saying that, so the Shulchan Aruch is saying one should be Machmir, the Balnefesh, to never sleep more than 60 breaths, both by day and by night. And the Ramah says, no, we don't take Dov Amalek's nighttime sleep, we only take his daytime sleep, because the Gemara and Sukkah, which is the, the halachic, Ramifications of David sleeping, that's only referring to the day. Mm. Not that Ramah's arguing. Of course, Ramah knows that David Mel slept only 60 breaths by night. But Abal Nefesh shouldn't, don't go with that, that's too much. If Abal Nefesh wants to work on himself, then he should only work on the daytime sleep. Don't sleep more than 60 breaths. And so we'll continue with this over tomorrow. Yeah.